in today's show. We're looking at the top players, category leagues, points leagues for fantasy basketball. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. We thank Maccas for always being there. I'm loving it. Thank you to you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And uh, we're here to talk about the best players in fantasy basketball. This is the production on a per-game basis over the last two weeks. This is not being me being biased. It's not me leaving someone out. It's not me hating. It's not anything like this. These are the numbers over the last two weeks on a per-game basis for Category Leagues, Yahoo Points Leagues, ESPN Leagues. Let's start. Category leagues. Number one, Steph Curry. Shocker. What a surprise. He's been dominating. Curry is averaging almost 32 points per game. He's hitting over six threes per game. He's shooting at an astonishing level, 46% from three, 60% from two. Um, He's the number one player over the course of the season now. I assume there'll be some drop-off when Klay Thompson is back, just in terms of usage, because it's just another usage player that enters the mix. Instead of Gary Payton getting those minutes, Clay gets them. Jordan Poole still gets playing time. Um, and this you know, 70% true shooting run will cool off a bit. But as, as we said at the start of the year, there's like five or six guys who could end up as the number one player, and Curry was in that mix. He's been awesome. He was, i say, a little slow to start the season. Not really, but you know, not number one. He was like number three. And now he's back to number one. He's awesome. He's dominating. But I, I do expect a marginal drop-off. And would you look at this, guy? Look at number two. Over the last two weeks, James Harden. Uh, I guess this goes out to all the people who t- who criticise me for having Harden as a top three player this year. <laughs> Just joking, but not really. Harden is rolling again, and you look at the numbers. He's averaging thirty-five minutes, twenty-two, eight, and nine, forty-seven and eighty-nine on almost eight attempts per game from the line, hitting two point eight threes. And you look at that and go, "Oh, that's great," but I I think it can be better. Like it's still only twenty-two points per game. We talked about how ridiculously low his two-point percentage was. It's back at 55. That's sort of his career number. The assists, the steals, the rebounds, all that stuff was fine. Even the free throw percentages, the volume wasn't there. And now it's all catching back up. Over the course of the season, Harden is now up to number five. It's not going to be long, I think, before he's back in the top four or top three. And, you know, the rightful order of the world has been restored. But it's good to see him getting those free throws again. That is obviously helping. But it's not just that. It's the fact that um, his shots are going in because they just weren't. He was shooting like a 40%, 38% on twos at one point. And that has started to uh, change over, which is awesome. Number three. Yeah, Nikola Jokic has been great. We know that. He's the number uh, two player over the course of the season. He's averaging 28, 14, and 7. 
59% uh, from the field. The reason he's probably at number three here, or not probably, well, definitely, is because he's only shooting 68% from the line over these last six games. I don't really know why. I don't expect it'll be fine. Um, as we move forward, look, he's just going to be one of those guys that's in the top two to top three for the rest of the season. I don't really see huge amounts changing. I don't think we're getting back to those 10 assists per game numbers, but his rebounds are through the roof. That might come down somewhat, but he, he's he's just good. I don't know what more to say about what uh, Nick Youngest, I was going to call him, <laughs> Swaggy J, uh, what Big Chungus Nikola Jokic is doing. Number four is, though, as Sheev would say, a surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. Trey Young. When I started doing this today, I did not expect to see Trey Young at four. So how is he here? What's going on? 28 points per game. All right, that's pretty high. Nine assists. That's about what he does. 3.93s. That's a lot. And one thing about Trey is that I've been critical of him is that like, for as good of a shooter as he is, he's been a bad three-point shooter. Like, in terms of percentage anyway, like he, he obviously takes a lot of hard ones, but the percentage hasn't been high. Well, he's at 46% from three here, hitting a ton of them. He's at 50% overall from the field. Now, that's not what we usually expect from Trey. But he is the 13th ranked player this season. That's a better output than what we saw from him last year. So really putting up some good numbers. I do expect that field goal percentage, though, and three-point percentage for Trey Young to drop off, and that will uh, that will impact his ranking number. At number five, it is Jim Butler. How did Butler get here? Well, 59% from the field. Yes, he missed a couple of games, and it's only in 31 minutes, but 59% is stupid. Nine attempts from the line as well for 89%, and it's only a 1.2 steals. He is the eighth-ranked player this year. I think that a top 10 finish for him is decently likely. The usage is great. The percentages are great. He knows what he needs to do to make this team really good, and he's doing it consistently. No complaints there. Number six is KD, who has been ridiculous this season. We know that. Now he's shooting 91% from the line. He's at 57 from two, 48 from three, averaging 29, seven, and four and a half. And, and again, I just look at this. I can look at numbers from Steph and go, maybe he doesn't average 32. And I can look at Jokic and go, maybe 14 rebounds isn't real. And Steph, and Trey's not going to hit 46% from three. But I look at Durant's numbers and go, all right, like fine. Like I, Why wouldn't he keep doing this? This is just who he is. He's a top three to seven player. We haven't really had too much. He is out today by the time I record this on, on Friday with a shoulder issue. Um, but we haven't had too much in terms of rests or any bullshit like that. Number seven is LaMelo Ball. I expected LaMelo Ball to be a first-round player at some point. Not this year, but I didn't sort of preclude it. But he's been awesome, hasn't he? Tenth player for the year. He's averaging just 18 points, but nine rebounds, nine assists, 2.3 steals. Still hitting free throws at an amazing level, 90%. The field goals aren't great. If they ever take like a, a leap like Trey Young's did in this last two weeks, and he's going to push the top five. He's just at 41% over his last seven games. But the big rebounds, the big assists, the big steals, the great free throws, good threes, it's all great. Number eight is Joel Embiid. He only played one game during this time frame. It was a 30-15 and 15 game with two blocks, so that's, that's obviously awesome. But for the season, he is only the 31st ranked player. We do expect some improvement for Embiid over... Um, over the rest of the year when he does finally return from his uh, COVID diagnosis, which hopefully hopefully is coming soon. But what isn't coming soon, because it's already here, Price Picks, the best DFS prop game out there. It is DFS, Daily Fantasy, made easy. I'm gonna lo- I know you're going to love it. Uh, it's a great, great format. Price Picks has the best NBA DFS props on the market. It's not just the superstar players they have. Even the bench guys getting a few minutes. Price Picks offers any prop you can imagine. Points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, whatever it is, they've got it for you there. So what you do, 
You create a lineup, get two to five different um, props that you pick in, go the over-under on those projections, put them together, and you can win up to 10 times your entry fee. It's just you versus the projections. That is it. And when you go to deposit, use the promo code NBA, and you can get a 100% match deposit up to $100. Entries are easy. They can be done in under 60 seconds on the website or on the app. And withdrawals are safe and fast. So don't hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com. Use the promo code NBA or download the app and get started right now. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Okay, let's look at some more category league players. At number nine is Carl Anthony Towns. Townsy is hitting a ton of threes at the moment. Three threes per game. Still would like more usage from him because he remains an amazingly efficient player. But 24 usage is really, really low for a player that's good. That, that is that good. You know, Russell and Edwards are just jacking up everything and Towns just isn't getting the ball enough. But to be ninth with that low usage is a testament to how good of a fantasy player is and why he was one of those guys at the start of the year that I said, look, he could end up as number one. If he play, gets 28 usage, he probably is number one. Averaging 22, 10, and three. A block of steel, three threes a game. Great percentages, that's who he is. Number 10, Fred Van Vliet. I know, you, I know you can see that surprising name down the list here if you're on video. We'll talk about him in a sec. Fred Van Vliet's at 10. I guess that's a surprise, but playing 38 minutes a night helps. Um, he's not as bad of a shooter as he was last year. He was always going to be a nice mid to early second round player this season. And he's just taken that a little bit step, a step forward here. Uh, four, four threes a game, six assists per game, two steals, 91 from the line on four attempts. He's up to 18 over the course of the season. Um, the minutes are going to be great. You worry about some of the injury stuff for him. But you know, the production, it's in line with what we expected, I guess. And then here is the interesting one at number 11. He's played three games, but who cares? Taylor Horton Tucker, 34 minutes a night, 23.7 rebounds, 2.7 threes. He hasn't missed a free throw. He's 12 of 12 from the line this season. The 34 minutes, I think he can maintain 30 minutes a night, even when LeBron comes back. But what may not maintain is the fact that he's at 26% usage. He also has a true shooting of 62%, including 40% from three. There is a possibility that he is a 60% true shooting guy, and he is a 40% three-point shooter. But the 26 usage is a little bit harder to get your head around. I'm not sure that I see that for him. Maybe even not the 34 minutes. The other numbers, yeah, look, they're good. But will he be a 23-point scorer or a 17-point scorer? Will that shooting go down from 40 from three to 36? I think all those things are uh, expected. And I'd be looking at him as a 12-team league guy for sure. But I just think we're really at the height of what he can do. Number 12. Some of this is without Luka Doncic. And by some of it, I mean one game. Porzingis, this is what we talked about. Top 20 per game basis player. It's possible. 23 and 9, two and a half threes. One, only 1.3 blocks as well. 48 and 92. Like They're great numbers. And they're not like outrageous. I don't look at this and go, holy shit. Like, you know, How can Porzingis possibly keep this up? 39.5 from three, sure. 31 minutes, no worries. 1.3 blocks, well, that's actually low. Is there a chance he finishes a top 15 player? Probably not. He's 36 so far, but it's not outrageous. The problem you have is injuries. Now, I would say sell high on him, but you're not going to be able to do it. No one's going to buy it. No one's going to want to take that injury risk on. I'd rather just write it out. The chances of me getting back a top 15, top 20 player for Porzingis in a trade is significantly lower than the chances that he actually stays at this level and is healthy for the rest of the year. So I would uh, I would much rather just hold and enjoy the ride because it's a pretty bloody good one at this point. Let's look at the rest of the top 20 
for category leagues. At number 13 is Cole Anthony. He continues to amaze. 22 points on 43% shooting. So it's not gigantic um, shooting numbers. He's rebounding well. He's getting good assists. He's getting good steals. He's getting good usage. He's getting good minutes. There is going to be some sort of a drop-off for Cole, but a top 50 finish at this point shouldn't feel outrageous. He's He is really, really taking taken gigantic steps forward. 14 is Luka Doncic. I reckon it's the first time we've seen him in the top 20 for category leagues. He's still got some rough percentages, 45 and 66, but the counting stats have been great. He is out again on Friday, hopefully not too much longer. Anthony Davis comes in next at 15. 22 and 9 for Davis, 1.7 blocks. I think he's probably going to just stick around this area, end of the first round, start of the second round. 16 is Paul George, a little bit of a drop-off for Georgie, who is the fifth-ranked player, uh, sorry, third-ranked player this season, but these, these last little bit of time hasn't been great because he's shooting just 40% from the field and 30% from three. So there is going to be an improvement there for George. Also, his insane steal rate has dropped back off. Um, 17 is Ja Morant. It's great to see him continue at this level. He's had some ups and downs for sure, but the free throws look to be solid. The percentages look to be great. He's still hitting his threes well, and the volume's up. He's been really, really impressive. 19, or sorry, 18, is Jason Tatum, despite the struggles for Tatum. He's the 18th ranked player. Like, we knew that he was struggling earlier in the year. He's still 52nd over the course of the season. That why he, why, that's why he was a tremendous buy-low. That window's probably closed. Um, and it's still he's still doing this without gigantic field goal percentage. Brown will come back and impact usage somewhat, but he's been great. Uh, over the last bit, bit of time here. Chris Paul, only 16 points per game, but nine assists and 2.4 steals. I worry that the 2.4 steals don't maintain, and that drops him back. And then at number 20, speaking of not maintaining, Donovan Mitchell's averaging 2.6 steals over the last seven games. Now, he's 24 points and four and a half assists. Well, that can actually go up. The percentages are fine. I'm just not sure about that 2.6 deals for Don, but he is, over the course of this season, the 19th ranked player, so it's not far off where he's been most of the time. If we go to Yahoo Points Leagues now, at number one is uh, Big Chungus, Nikola Jokic, averaging 58. Giannis at number two. Now, in a category league, um, Giannis is way down the list because of some of the percentage issues, especially the um, free throw percentage issues that he has. So he is down at 55 in category leagues because he's at 62 from the line and 49 from the field, which if you know Giannis, 49 from the field is pretty bad. But in points leagues, he's averaging 55. He's right up there. Number three is Doncic at 54, and then uh, Embiid at 53. So there's your top four pretty pretty comfortably. Um, you're going to see a gigantic drop-off after number five as well. Number five is Steph Curry, averaging 52, and then it's all the way down to LaMelo Ball at six is averaging 46. That's a huge drop-off between Ball at, at six and, and Curry at five. Number seven is uh, Ja Morant, and number eight is Jim Harden. So there's your top eight in Yahoo Points Leagues. Let's go to the rest of the top 20 in Yahoo points. Leagues. At number nine is Anthony Davis, averaging 45 fantasy points. 10 is Tatum, averaging almost 45. Still think Tatum can get better than that. DeJounte Murray is at um, number 44. Sorry, no, he's not. He's number 11. He's averaging 44 fantasy points. And then Paul George is also averaging 44. He's at number 12. And the rest of the top 20 in Yahoo Points Leagues, Trey Young at 13, Jimmy Butler at 14, Porzingis at 15, Russell Westbrook at 16. Now, Westbrook in category leagues, this is where one of the big deficiencies you see. He's at uh, 39 in category leagues. Van Vliet at 17, uh, Durant at 18, Towns at 20, and Cole Anthony 
at number 20 in Yahoo Points Leagues. Guys, Thanksgiving is just around the corner and we know that Thanksgiving is about family and it's about great food, delicious food. But unfortunately, so much of that food is high in calorie and high in sugar. Why don't you become the king of Thanksgiving by introducing a new tradition to your family and that is having Built Bar for Thanksgiving dessert. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. And instead of having 400 plus calories for a slice of pie, it's 130 calories for a Built Bar. So instead of your coconut cream pie, why don't you get a coconut Built Bar? And for those of you who allegedly can't understand my accent, it's not Built Bar. Actually, that's not true. It's not Bill Bar. It's not Bilk Bar. It's not uh, B-I-L-T Bar. It's Built, as in you built a house. You built your muscles. B-U-I-L-T. Built. Maybe I'll say it in my American accent so you understand. Built Bar. So get yourself boxes of Built Bars and get them as the new healthy dessert alternative. So many delicious flavors. New ones releasing all the time, including Vanilla Cream, which just came out. So head to belt.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your box of Built Bars. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Hey. All right. Let's go on to ESPN Points Leagues now. How bad was that accent? Shit house, yeah? All right. Number one is uh, Big Chungus averaging 61 fantasy points per game. Number two is Steph averaging a tad under 61. And we get a gigantic drop off to number three at Doncic at 54. And number four is Giannis averaging 52. So they're pretty standard sort of top players in points leagues there. At number five, it is Joel Embiid. He's at 51 points in his one game that he played. Number six is LaMelo Ball. Seven is Ja Morant averaging basically the same. And then Jimmy Butler at number eight. Number nine is Trey Young in ESPN Points Leagues. 10 is Fred Van Vliet. 11 is Anthony Davis. And 12 is Jimmy Harden. A lot of these names we've mentioned and we've spoken about already. And then lastly, for ESPN Leagues, 13 is Chris Paul. 14 is Porzingis. 15 is Don Mitchell. 16 is DeJounte Murray. 17 is Kevin Durant. You notice the big difference in Durant for Points Leagues and Category Leagues here. 18 is Tyrese Maxey. Just a gigantic sell high. He's been great. There's no doubt about that, but a lot of this is coming without Embiid. 19 is Carl Anthony Towns. And then number 20 is Jason Tatum. That will do it for today's show, guys. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app here on YouTube. Leave a comment down below. How many of the top players do you have in your league format? Let me know down below. Subscribe, share, notification bell, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.